<laughs> wow. <laughs> Need to give Mike a raise. <laughs> On it with the soundboard. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> Stop it. Welcome. Welcome to the Naked Apple. Here we come to save the day. We are Keithless tonight. All out of Keiths. Um, yep, yep, yep. He'll be back occasionally for when he's decided he's had enough of the world and needs to vent or something like that. <laughs> he's going to use you as a sounding board for his therapy. <laughs> His words, not mine. That is correct. We we, <laughs> we are a platform of therapy. <laughs> platform of therapy. We have to provide value somewhere. Help us. Help, help us you. Help you. <laughs> help us. Help you help us. Wait. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Ah, well, it's a good thing there's, as usual, nothing of note going not on in the world. Not a thing. Going on of no, I was in the world getting today. worried that we wouldn't even record tonight because there was just, just so much so nothing exactly, <laughs> absolutely nothing. nothing. Biden has run a tight ship, mm -hmm. it's a well oiled machine, indeed. Much lubrication, and just runs so and, smooth and runs so smooth. Well, with that, I guess we should start with whatever the uh, vitamin B is able to come up with. Well, such it's a such nothing a burger of nothing a week. Burger of a week. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's kick it over to Ecom. See what he's got. What the hell is even? It's that? A. I've got it. I've got. I've got. <laughs> <clears throat> Welcome to your vitamin B. It's like a one-man band over there. We, we, have, we have the news for you today. All of the news. I had it on good authority. There is nothing going on. Your authority is not good. I reject reality and substitute my own. So many things. So much going on. So let's start out with the news from the White House. Oh, White House claims $6 billion to Iran absolutely not related to the exactly $6 billion worth of rockets being fired into Israel. There is no connection. Zero connection. Two completely unrelated amounts of money, said Press Secretary KJP. Well, well yeah, the $6 billion was for humanitarian stuff, so... Clearly, it could not have gone to Muslims. Could not possibly have gone there. They're just two random numbers 
that happened to be exactly the same. The crack addict reassured me the $1,000 I gave him was not going to go to buy more crack. Speaking of <laughs> things that are absolutely true, Islam downgraded to religion of mostly peace. <laughs> mostly peaceful religion. Mostly peaceful religion. Mm. Uh, to provide clarity on the message of the mostly peaceful religion, a Hamas terrorist has been added to the panel of The View. <laughs> <laughs> this should really heat things up on the panel, said co-host Sonny Hostin. Can't wait. Indeed. In other news, Emperor Hirohito calls for ceasefire after bombing of Pearl Harbor. <laughs> the loss of life on both sides is a tragedy, said Horohito. Uh, Hirohito, so sorry. So now freaking that true. we have pulverized the American naval fleet, we respectfully request that the United States look for ways to promote peace. And not take any steps to retaliate until we attack you again. Thank you. Hey, you just need to calm down, Mr. Grumpy Pants. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, I lost a couple of ships. <laughs> In other news, the White House issues condemnation of attack Biden funded. <laughs> We are deeply saddened by the deaths caused by every missile purchased with money from the Biden administration, said Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. Yeah, there's that. There's that. In other news, the 700 Club sets rapture clock two minutes closer to the start of tribulation. It's warming up. Warming, up. warming right up. We have for you a little political faux pas as uh, an elderly woman escapes a nursing home and rants about deprogramming the populace. Oh, no. Oh, no. Indeed. <laughs> also, in line with people escaping from old folks' homes, Biden approves continuation of border wall after getting 10% kickback from construction company. That explains it. And last but not least, we have the saddest of stories for you tonight. The saddest of sads? Saddest of sads. McCarthy's Speaker of the House nameplate finally arrives from the <laughs> engraver. Just adding insult to injury, really. <laughs> and this has been your Vitamin B. Well, apparently something happened. I guess. Something. Apparently. Something. Apparently something happened. In the words of, uh, in the immortal words of Alan Omar referencing September 11th, some people did some things. <laughs> Yes, that's an actual quote from her. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, while, while you have a minute to peruse the interwebs, you should check out Redemption Tactical because, well, we all need a little redemption. Yes. And we all need tactical. 
Especially in this day and age. Because you know, our border is definitely not filled with holes with who knows what kind of people just flowing in. Fair. <clears throat> but they have all kinds of cool stuff. They, they have things. They have things. They do. They do. And uh, tactical battle belts, bulletproof gear, vests, helmets, patches, swag. All, all the, the good things. stuff. All the good things. Yeah. Yeah. Check them out. Link in our description. And uh, yeah, support a uh, U.S. business. U.S. business. Check out their shirt. Evil can never be dead enough. Ooh, I like that. I think I might be getting me one of those here soon. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. They also have a tactical fanny pack if you're looking for one of those. They also have a shirt with Saint Javelin, the protector of Ukraine. The protector of Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> very, very nice. Very nice. Saint Javelin. <laughs> well, that's, that's terrible and hilarious. Going back a bit in time is uh, where where this all this uh, bushel of things starts. By back a bit, it's the end of September. Is where this goes Ooh. back to. Ooh, <sighs> is where we kick it off. But. Uh, if I if if one was to think of a sound, a bite, a song, a medley, chorus, something like that, to describe this week's things, it would sound something like this. Do you hear that? That's the sound of forgiveness. That's the sound of people drowning, Carl. That is what forgiveness sounds like. Screaming and then silence. Yes, we forgive you. <laughs> we've we've been asked to forgive them and, and sue for peace. Yes, I will forgive them. Blessed are the peacemakers. Notice the uh, for they the will verb find, for they will find peace. <laughs> the, the verb in that is maker mm -hmm. peace maker being the operative word there. <laughs> you don't you don't get peace by doing nothing. Yes. You yes. make peace. Yes. Christ wasn't praising those who love peace. Just like uh, it's very redundant to have protections for non-hate speech. When, when asked what would Jesus do, I am inclined to remind people that fashioning a whip out of thorn bushes and flipping over tables... Chasing people, with, chasing people whip. with the whip is is not outside the realm of possibilities. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So uh, heading into the uh, potential government shutdown that was shut down for all of two minutes before they passed a continuing resolution. Yay. Don't, don't come back. Exactly. <laughs> 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 There were, on the table for the budget was to restrict some of the spending for the Department of Defense on Pride Month events. Pride-related events. 
they might be trying to screw me. Well, of course they're trying to screw you. <laughs> the double entente there. <laughs> but rest assured... I'm on point tonight. <laughs> rest assured, 18 Republicans boldly stood and made sure that that spending stayed in place. You went full retard, man. Yeah. Yeah. Ken Buck of Colorado's 4th District. Ken Calvert, California's 41st District. Laurie Chavez, Oregon's 5th District. John Curtis, Utah's 3rd District. Bastage. Anthony Dispatch. Disposito, New York's 4th District. John Duarte, California's 13th. Brian Fitzpatrick, Pennsylvania's 1st. Andrew Garbarlino, New York's 2nd. Tony Gonzalez, Texas's 23rd. David Joyce, Ohio's 14th. Uh, Thomas Keene Jr., New Jersey's 7th. Kevin Kiley, California's 3rd. Nick Lalota, New York's 1st. And Mike Lawler, New York's 17th. Nancy Mace, South Carolina's 1st District. Marcus Molinaro, New York's 19th. Jay Albertola, California's 23rd. And Michelle Steele, California's 45th District. See, I belong to a certain secret society. I don't believe I gotta mention its name. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, fun one with Nancy Mace is, you know, she tries to talk about how conservative she is and all that stuff and had she she showed up to a prayer breakfast thing and she was a little late prayer breakfast being an event that's usually hosted by some sort of religious based organization <clears throat> and she shows up and says sorry i'm a little late i was trying to not be late but the partner that i'm not married to was trying to get frisky with me before i left <laughs> so not to not right now honey maybe tonight I got to get to the prayer breakfast. <laughs> one, that's one of those inside things that you don't really say in public ever. Two, it's a prayer breakfast, so especially more so you don't <laughs> come out and uh, proclaim your sins to <laughs> a group of religious folks. <laughs> I wash my hands. Yeah, so she's she's uh, on point there. She's good. She's good. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's great. Yeah, but anyways, so that was on the that was on the twenty eighth. On the 29th, the Marine Corps announced that they don't have camouflage, so they make sure there's funding for gay pride stuff. But the Marines are struggling to have. Clothes. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. <laughs> Strongest military in the world. Tell you what. <laughs> oh, just makes you smile. So proud. So proud. Um, thanks to uh, one thing that McCarthy did do that was good was allow greater 
access, not open access, but greater access to security footage surrounding January 6th. And uh, wouldn't you know it, turns out they lied. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi's uh, chief of security. Uh, turns out he uh, perjured himself in the Oath Keepers trial that sent a guy to prison for 22 years. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. 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 And this all started because, uh, uh, what's his name, Steve Baker with The Blaze was sitting in on the trial and noticed conversation between the judge and the prosecution that seemed odd for a conversation between judge and prosecutor. So he decided to investigate. And following timestamps and all that stuff, he found out that not only did he perjure himself, um, but the prosecution was just making up evidence. (laughs) No! You dense, irritating, miniature beast of burden! Yeah. They, uh, They cut out footage that showed Oath Keepers standing between police and the rioters to keep the rioters away from the police. Your Honor, I object! And why is that, Mr. Reed? Because it's devastating to my case! Overruled. Good call! Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, guy in question, uh, he wasn't even there of what he was testifying about. Oh, the Oath Keepers left the building as he came in the building and started, and that's where his testimony was of all the terrible things the Oath Keepers did. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, you know, internal war. It's fine. It's fine. The entire account, you can find it on theblaze.com in our notes as well. Um, and the reason and how he was able to coordinate everything with the actual timestamps is because in his testimony he speaks about hearing over the radio shots fired, which is when Ashley Babbitt was uh, shot and killed. Shot. Yeah. So he could then timestamp every single security tape that he was allowed to access and follow this guy through the entire event, and found that indeed he was in the tunnels while Oath Keepers were in the building. And then he went into the Capitol building as the Oath Keepers left the Capitol building. And the other officer that was corroborating the testimony had the exact same testimony he had. So the other officer... So according to... Uh, let's see if I can get my names here. Lazarus and Hugh. Or Lazarus... Um... I can't remember the other name. Anyway, Officer 1, Officer 2. We'll go with that. (laughs) Officer 1 testified that Officer 2 was being uh, harassed by the Oath Keepers at the top of the stairs. Officer 2 was testifying that Officer 1 was being harassed by the Oath Keepers at the top of the stairs as they were entering the area and vice versa as they were entering the area. (laughs) <laughs> what do you think? That's what they do. They can make up anything. So, so yeah, worth worth a read. And uh, Steve Baker says that he is not done looking into some of this stuff. He's following other stories via the cameras. <laughs> Thanks, Wilhelm. 
Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's good. It's great. Um, uh, <laughs> Secretary Mayorkas was spotted wearing a MAGA hat as he uh, went to the southern border to talk about building a wall. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not the Babylon Bee. This is actually what happened. I might have added the hat thing. but <laughs> Might have added the hat thing. Might have. It hasn't been confirmed or denied at this point. Yeah, he, uh, in, a, in a memo whatever thing posted throughout the government, um, said there is an immediate need for Texas border wall. Immediate. Immediate and acute. Meaning right now and ex- right right now. I'm sure it has nothing to do with 151 uh, known terrorists being apprehended on the southern border just this year. Does that include UN troops or? <laughs> no, no. Oh. oh, they haven't been apprehended. Oh, well, that's comforting. This, this is what they've caught. 151 that they've, they've caught, caught with no wall and not being mm-hmm. allowed to actually enforce security. And that doesn't count the 98-ish, 95-ish Having to remove last their year. buoys. And yeah. Yeah, that doesn't count the 95-ish from last year ah. that they caught. And that doesn't count the handful that they caught they the year before that. Known, known terrorists, so they're being executed when they're caught, right? Sure. They are executing the process up, upon them. So they're being... They are being processed. You mispronounced executed. Pro- yes, the, they are, the, we are executing the process. It's, it's not how you... It's not the appropriate way to deal with a, a terrorist. We're negotiating with them to figure out the proper way. That is, that is so bass-ackwards. <laughs> Son of a You done messed up, A.A. Ron! Now, Peter Ducey, if you can't understand what I'm saying to you, then... <laughs> Nobody understands what you're saying, Kareem. <laughs> Do you understand the words that are coming from your mouth, man? No one understands the words Ain't coming. Nobody understands the words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> Stop it. Get some help. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm sure it has nothing to do with with uh, with this. Let's see if I. Ooh, I lovely. Correctly. Ah, yes, I did it. This is an uh, Antifa rally, right? Uh, no, no. This is uh, the border. The night. Oh, the night that that memo was released. It's only hundreds, thousands of people running across all at once. And, what are uh, they chanting? Cease uh, Padwe. As at least that's how uh, um, Jill, uh, Jill Biden pronounced it back in the day. Cease Padwe. The future is ours. 
It's not how you say it. Si se puede? Yes, that's the correct pronunciation. <laughs> Doesn't that mean yes, you can? Yes. Yes, you can. And again, that's what Jill Biden said when she did her little jout around the uh, southern countries. Si se puede. Yes, you can. <sighs> um, you know, if I had prepared better, I'd have these in a better order. But anyways, Donald Trump, if you support him, you follow him, you vote for him, congratulations, the FBI is looking at you. <laughs> Joke's on you, they already were. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, there I am. <laughs> Nazi fags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, we, we covered a story like this before, but this is new updated documents that show they're specifically looking at Donald Trump supporters. Oh, good. Yeah. You know we're on a list somewhere, right? I'd be upset if we weren't. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... <clears throat> The FBI is in an almost impossible position, says a current FBI official who requested anonymity to discuss highly sensitive internal matters. The official said the FBI is intent on stopping domestic terrorism and any repeat of the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol. But the Bureau must also preserve the constitutional right of all Americans to campaign, speak freely, and protest the government. By focusing on former President Trump and his MAGA supporters... The official said the Bureau runs the risk of provoking the very anti-government activists that the terrorism agencies hope to counter. No. It's almost like they're wanting it to happen Have, have we done a history of the FBI on uh, here? Not in depth, but we've brushed across it. We should do an episode oh, where we talk about yes. the history of the FBI and how it's <laughs> yes. essentially a terrorist organization completely designed to suppress the American people. Yes. Especially at a time when the White House is facing congressional Republican opposition, claiming that the Biden administration has weaponized the Bureau against the right wing. It has to tread very carefully, says the official, uh, as it goes and is you, you, weaponized against. You can't, you can't <laughs> weaponize something that was already weaponized. Like, it's from inception, the he, FBI has been nothing more than a weapon against the American people. He weaponized that sword. It's a sword. It's a sword. <laughs> You can't weaponize something that's already a weapon. <laughs> Did he do make it pointier? He sharpened it. Sharpened it. Oh, mm. well, that's... Mm. Mm -hmm. I guess that is weaponizing it, isn't it? Uh, the current political environment is not something that the FBI is necessarily responsible for. <laughs> should it be? Uh-huh. <clears throat> Says Brian Michael Jenkins, one of the world's leading terrorism experts and senior advisor to the president of the Rand Corporation. Liar! Oh, the FBI, in a statement to Newsweek, said, The threat posed by domestic violent extremists is persistent, evolving, and deadly. Uh-huh. The FBI's goal is to detect and stop terrorist attacks and and our focus is on potential criminal violations, violence and threats of violence, anti-government or anti-authority violent extremism is one category of domestic terrorism as well as one of the FBI's top threat priorities. We are committed to protecting the safety and constitutional rights of all Americans 
and will never open an investigation based solely on First Amendment protected activity, including a person's political beliefs or affiliations. You know, there's a bunch of people that, still that waiting sounds, on That sounds like a statement that would be made by the head of the SS or or the head of the uh, the Royal Guard back in 1776-ish. Six-ish. <laughs> Emphasis on the ish. Ish. <laughs> the White House has declined to comment. Oh, that's too bad. No, you look like an idiot. I, I don't. Apparently, the FBI is unaware that the uh, nation that they are entrusted to protect was founded on anti government practices, anti authority, and anti authority extremism. Extremism. <laughs> Violent, even. <laughs> it's the first casualty of the war is always the T. See, if you just listen to us when we're voicing concerns, we don't have to resort to any amendment past the first. <laughs> However, it is worth noting that several of the amendments after the first denote that it's our duty to overthrow you if you don't heed the first. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And seeing as how... January 6th did not go past the First Amendment other than those that broke windows and blah, blah, blah. <gasps> You're wrong. <laughs> anti Where's this anti-government rhetoric coming from? Target all of them. <laughs> uh, that's that, 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 <laughs> that is where it's coming from. Hillary is trying to make herself relevant again. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Need to give Mike a raise. <laughs> On it with the soundboard. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> she, uh, she had this to say. Those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. Says the lady who failed twice. To beat him. To become president of the United yeah. States. Anyway. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. And how do you do? Oh. What a stupid son of a bitch. Oh. oh. <laughs> Ooh. Let's unpack that for a second. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Um, so... For those that don't understand the behind-the-scenes action there, when she says deprogram, she means re-education camp. Mm -hmm. That's not what she said. That's literally what she said. Uh, that's not what the Nazis said either, yet here we are. <laughs> I, You know, <laughs> re-education, concentration, deprogram, deprogramming, gulag... 
There's many, many colors of lipstick for this pig. <laughs> there are many color, many shades of lipstick for the pig that they're slapping this on. Good night. Um. <laughs> Christiane Amanpour said, one will wreck our democracy, one violates the law on a regular basis from talking about uh, Trump, I guess. One appeals to the worst in our collective psyche, the other gets things done. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, she, uh, why is that a hard choice? Yeah, see, uh, Biden violates the law on a regular basis. Biden is not wrecking our democracy. He's trying to turn us into a democracy, which is code for communism, socialism, because that's what it always degrades into. <laughs> we voted for it, so it's better. At what point do we just admit that like, we're, we're never going to see eye to eye? Like, at what, at what point do we actually just go our separate ways here? Um, as soon as they leave, because I refuse to yield anything to them. That's fair. <laughs> but, but this like, really, nation is I mean, horrible. Then leave. I, I, <laughs> seriously, though, like, I, I mean, I'm looking around, and it's like, like we haven't got into to Israel and stuff yet, but all these people that are defending Hamas... And and this stuff is like, I I, I can't I, I I can't even like entertain the thought of coming to common ground with these people anymore. No. No, because the last time we did it, um, was on a nationwide basis was uh, love is love, and who are you to tell me who I can and cannot love? Mm-hmm. Speaking of, Florida. <laughs> they passed a law that's now in effect. Um, I like to call it the millstone law, which oh. is the death penalty for child rapists. Okay. <laughs> it is acceptable. What's really interesting, though, is there is a lot of people saying how horrible this law is. Oh, no. Anyway. And only after they post it on Twitter do they realize the idiocy that they have reached because of the responses, and they delete <laughs> their thing of talking about how terrible this law. Oh, so you're a pedophile. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, I've heard enough. Deadly force authorized. Thank you. You're welcome. Deadly force authorized. <laughs> uh, upon signing it into law, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said, these, these are really the worst of the worst. The perp perpetrators of these crimes are often serial offenders. Correct. Maria Deliberato is the executive director of Floridians for Alternatives to the Death Penalty. She does not disagree. 
Of course, child sexual battery is one of the most horrific crimes that one can think of. Um, uh, even the law is now technically in effect in Florida. The Supreme Court would first have to reverse its initial ruling for it to apply to a particular case. Huh. So she, she's actually in favor of this. When you pass a death penalty law, that even the group that's against the death penalty is like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I'll tell you what, man. It is different when you bring kids into it. Uh-huh. Like... I, even even I'm kind of like eh about the death penalty for for a lot of things because I know people are human and even a full jury can make a mistake and wrongly convict somebody. Correct. But when it comes to pedophiles and harming children, I don't even care. If, I would if if I was wrongly accused and executed. For this, I would die happy about it, knowing that my death would incur people that were actually guilty of it still getting it. <laughs> right. That being said, every single case I've seen of this kind of stuff happening, it comes up with, yeah, they had two terabytes of child porn on their computer and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah no. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> One, how do you have two terabytes worth? <laughs> how do you have two terabytes worth of anything? Like, I know. I don't even have two terabytes worth of regular movies on my hard drive. Just I don't think I even have a two terabyte hard drive right now. Yeah, that fat hard drive we got for our show stuff that's got almost all of our stuff saved on it. It's not even half full. Yeah, it's what? Yeah. That one's a four terabyte, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And that's so we have almost two terabytes of podcast. Of video, audio, duplicates of video. And, and audio, audio for over... <laughs> Two, three, three, three years going on three years going on three years of two plus hours per episode <laughs> once a week. So that's that's 52 episodes a year ish ish ish. So 52 episodes times two hours an episode times three years. That is 312 hours. Holy shit, 312 hours? The of, number of, of things each, I could do. That's audio, that's video. That's yes. And early on, we didn't have the video setup we had, so it was extra video on top. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh! <clears throat> but yes. But to your point, that's part of why they had the... Uh, when it was time to execute someone, they always have some sort of pastor or whatever there. So that the person could have a last chance to save themselves before beating their maker and to give relief to those performing the execution that even if they were executing an innocent man, he was cleared going into heaven. But that's back when, you know, people had some sort of moral backing, backing as a whole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's recognizing that we could have made a mistake here, but we want to make sure we're on the up and up with the guy upstairs. <laughs> And giving him all chances to be in your rest at all times. Yeah. Yeah, 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 um, So I had, I had this Lindsey Graham one saved before any of the Israel stuff popped up. And it just fits so well. It's, it's perfect. Oh, good. Um, he spread his warhawk wings and fluffed his feathers on Face the Nation. Um, because you know, there's all the talk of 
with a shutdown to pull funding for Ukraine. This little stuff. turtle feathers. No, that's not the turtle. Lindsay, oh no, this is this is Lindsey Graham, yeah, not Mitch McConnell. My definitely bad. straight. Lindsey Graham <laughs> has no children, has no wife. Hundred percent straight, Lindsey Graham. <sighs> Graham cracker. <laughs> But uh, he said to President Trump and anybody else, if we pull the plug on Ukraine, that's 10 times worse than Afghanistan. To stop funding Ukraine is a death sentence for Taiwan. Putin Putin will keep going. You missed all of World War II if you don't know how this movie ends. Yeah. That's entirely not at all accurate. Yeah. Um... He goes on, he, he did not pull the plug, uh, speaking about President Trump, he did not pull the plug on Afghanistan, even though he wanted to. Um, he had a plan to do it. He was just kicked out of office before the plan could take effect, which was why Joe Biden had his whole bout with, we're doing it, we're not doing it. Oh, it went terribly. Uh, we had to follow Trump on his plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. So, uh-huh. so... It was Lindsey Graham who's the Mission Impossible villain, not uh, not the turtle. The turtle yes. is the other one. Yeah. Yes, okay. Mitch. Yes, yes, Glitch. Mitch. Mitch Glitch, the turtle, and Lindsey Graham, the Mission Impossible villain. <laughs> uh, the biggest mistake we have made since the war on terror is withdrawing from Afghanistan. Uh, uh, no. Well, the I mean, way that the- we withdrew because of how badly Kurt, botched it yes. was by the Biden administration. Yes. <laughs> and now several of those arms have found their way to Hamas. No, which is great. No, that's absurd. Gifted to them by Afghanistan. Um, to the Republicans who say Ukraine doesn't matter to us, you're wrong. Respectfully, no, Lindsay, disrespectfully, you're wrong. <laughs> the war gets bigger, not smaller. There goes Taiwan. Uh, it's China. Russia doesn't care about Taiwan. China does. Yeah, yeah. If Ukraine can beat Russia, China, Ukraine it, will never. In fact, Russia going to Taiwan would be the dumbest move they could make because of the fact that China considers Taiwan part of China. Which is and also, that would be an open declaration of war. Which is also part Russia. of why China hasn't actually gone into Taiwan because they're still like, yeah, it's ours. Yeah. Well, it's not, to, it's to, not yours. To, well, it's ours. To invade Taiwan is to denote that they don't control Taiwan. Uh huh. So they're trying to just flex as much as they can to make Taiwan capitulate. Yes. Yeah. And eventually, when Taiwan doesn't capitulate, they they will eventually invade Taiwan if they aren't put in their place. Uh huh. And when the moment is right of U.S. looking too weak to handle them, good thing we're not anywhere. Good thing we're not anywhere near that. If Ukraine can beat Russia, they won't. Ever. <laughs> China's less likely to invade Taiwan. They will. And Putin gets stopped. He won't. He won't. <laughs> well, I've been a senator for it. Yeah, that's part of why you, you know, don't understand. I I heard somebody make a really interesting point. I think it was Tim. I think it was Tim Pool earlier made a really interesting point about um like like tipping point events uh-huh. in history, and is like like World War One. It was the assassination of Ferdinand, right? Right. And he's like, at the time of the assassination of Ferdinand, nobody went, oh, this is, this is the point. This is the, the tipping point where we go into World War I. Nobody at the time 
Right. It wasn't understood. It, it wasn't uh, next morning. The whole no. world is at war and we're taking no. trenches. It it wasn't until like after the war. Is even even during the war, they didn't call it World War One. It was the Great War. The great War. Yes. It was the Great War. We're in the middle of the Great War. We're in the middle of a war. You know. Uh-huh. It, it's never until long after the fact that it gets these these titles like World War One, World well, War Two. It, it got the title World War One after World War Two. Yeah, exactly. Because other, it was just the Great War until yeah. World War Two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and so it's like, I I mean, everybody's like, well, we're about to be in World War Three, or we're about to be in a civil war, or we're about to be whatever. For all we know, we can already be in one. Uh huh. The history history might look back and be like, oh yeah, it was uh, this point five years ago I, when they consider it started. You know, yeah, the because because uh, the way things are right now, the world is at war. We're everybody's at war already. the The tipping point for the revolution wasn't the shot heard around the world. No, the tipping point for the revolution was back when they were throwing tea in the harbor and all that kind of stuff. The shot uh, heard around the world was when everyone said, it was, "Okay, yes, we are at war." Yes, it, it was when they sent the first letter to the king and it was ignored. That was the tipping point. Because if that letter hadn't been ignored, if the king had had made some form of gesture, the civil or okay, the the, okay, the revolutionary yes, send a representative war, over to exactly the yes the the revolutionary war wouldn't have happened at that time yes that so that was that was the first tipping point mm-hmm. of of the revolutionary war the hard point. Was the shot heard around the world? The heart, yeah, the, the heart, the that, point of no return. Yes, was the shot heard <laughs> around the world. <laughs> Because even when it's a tipping point, it can still turn around. Yeah, exactly. So, so you have your tipping points and you have your point of no return. Yeah. I don't know that we're past the point of no return yet, but we have already had several tipping points go by. Oh, yes. For, for both World War III and a civil war. Yeah. January 6th was a tipping point. Yep. Um, the cultural stuff, multiple tipping points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Some of the headlines we covered today so far... Tipping points. Tipping points, yep. <clears throat> but anyways, unless your head has been in the sand or you have zero access to the internet, which I don't know why because you're listening to a podcast. <gasps> um, massive attack from Hamas into Israel. Um very coordinated attack, land, sea, and air, and underground, <laughs> dug tunnels. Um, Israel was attacked by Hamas. Hundreds and possibly into the thousands of people have been murdered, massacred, raped, sodomized, tortured, kidnapped, burned, etc. by members of Hamas out of Gaza. Biden, to his credit, or the credit of his writers, issued a strong statement condemning the attacks and voicing support for Israel. Um... That's, that's, and uh, also in response, um, the U.S. is sending the USS Ronald Reagan, which is our largest U.S. Air, uh, largest aircraft carrier, and its uh, strike group to the Mediterranean. Um, so that's about where the good news ends yeah. <laughs> on the U.S. response. <clears throat> that being said, I think we've mentioned this before. A carrier group 
it's not just the aircraft carrier showing up and maybe one or two support ships. It's the aircraft carrier, a dozen destroyers, a few cruisers, <laughs> submarines, support ships, marines, all heading into the Mediterranean. It's, it's a flex. It's a, yeah, we're here. We're just going to make sure you kids play nice. <laughs> oh, no. No, playing nice went out the window. Oh, well, yes. Um, by, by playing nice, historically, by playing nice, when the U.S. shows up like this, historically, it means you guys are going to let our team steamroll you. I, and if you try to drag others into it, we will steamroll you. I'm, I'm going to put it this way. I, I like Israel because I'm Christian. Uh-huh. That completely aside, <laughs> my foreign policy is leave it alone. We don't intervene. We don't do anything with other countries. Yeah. Oh, if we have an alliance with them, we honor alliances and that's it. Uh-huh. However, when you do the things that Hamas did last weekend... You should be hunted by every nation on this planet to the ends of the earth until you are extinct. Period. Yeah, that doesn't belong on this planet. Ever. 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 No. No. Oh, so now you guys are warhawks. No. 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 See, no. We, no. So here, here's... So part of this, um, this all is developing stuff. There's at least 11 U.S. citizens dead. Yes. And there's... Um, uh, the Biden administration confirmed that there are U.S. hostages. Yes. Though we don't seem to know how many. We don't even know how many hostages total of all the countries there are. Because it's not just the U.S. and Israel that's there. There's British people. There's yeah. all kinds of all, others. All kinds of others. Good move, Hamas. It's almost as if they want the world to go there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, <clears throat> if I was president of the United States... I would first fire the person that waited until 7.30 in the morning to tell me of an event that happened 12 hours earlier that involved U.S. citizens. Yeah. <laughs> first one. thing. One. <laughs> Step one, you're fired. Step two. Step two, <laughs> announce that this carrier group is heading over there. Step three, consult with my special forces whatever people Ask them how long they need to extract our people from uh, Gaza. From Gaza, that have been taken hostage, and any other U.S. citizens in the area. How long they would need? <clears throat> uh, we need seventy-two hours, and we can get that done. Great. Turn around and tell God, tell Hamas, you have ninety-six hours to deliver all hostages and surrender all leadership. Of Hamas. Yes. Failure to do so will result in the leveling of Gaza. Yes. As a carrier strike group is rolling into port. Yes. Which has the firepower to destroy Gaza 10 times over. And also do the same thing that we did during World War II and drop flyers to the innocent civilians of Gaza, letting them know, hey, if you don't want to die, if you don't want to die, out. you have 92 hours <laughs> and to if, evacuate your city. You have 92 hours to evacuate your city and or hand over your leadership. Yes. 
preferably and. <laughs> because their actions have already guaranteed your city is glass. Uh-huh. And no, sadly, we can't use a nuke on them because it's right next door to Israel. Little too much splash damage on friendlies. That's fine. We have other bombs. That being said, <laughs> we invented we the Moab use. for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Like I laugh, but I seriously I've I haven't been as infuriated oh, yes. by a piece of news. Especially ever. Especially as more and more details unfold yeah. about it. Ever. And I've never been as, as infuriated by a piece of news ever as I am by the stuff that's coming out about Israel's weekend. And the reason why I feel like this isn't any kind of warmongering type thing is because step what am I on? Four now? Four, yeah. Step four is they didn't release the prisoners and they didn't surrender themselves. Step four is leveling the place and going home. Yep. <laughs> That's it's not a four. war. It's a tactical strike. It's uh, executing justice on yes. people that should not be here at all. Exactly. All lives are valuable. They are until they're not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yes, yes, all lives are valuable. Some are more valuable than others. Because uh, I subscribe to the belief that the natural man is an enemy of God, and anyone who fully embraces the tendencies of the natural man deserves to meet yeah. their maker sooner than later. And, and with that small bout of steam off of us, we should probably get the actual details here so that they don't think that we're horrible people that just want to murder people. Okay. Fine. Just saying. <clears throat> um, this is part of... This was the first bit of thing that made me extra mad. While this is occurring, the White House decided to move forward with a barbecue that was pre-planned instead of, I don't know, going to a situation room to find out where these Americans are up a plan to get them out. Yeah, we do that, but we have this barbecue plan. We already bought the food. We can't just not host the barbecue. Yeah. 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 Um, and initially, the Biden administration tried to say, no, that $6 billion we gave to Iran, that's not... Iran wasn't involved at all. And then video came out showing the uh, um, the Ayatollah and Iranian parliament. Iranian parliament chanting death to America and death to Israel in celebration of the attacks on Israel. Yeah. So then they're oh, like, we okay, Iran was probably involved, but the $6 billion, that's, that was strictly for humanitarian aid. Uh-huh, so you're telling me that if I give you $2,500 that only is to pay for your house, for your mortgage, you're not going to spend $2,500 on firearms <laughs> or something else. <laughs> well, so long as it goes to where it's supposed to go. Uh, 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 no, 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 no. If you give $1,000 to a crack addict so they can get on their feet and they turn around and buy a thousand dollars worth of crack are you surprised 
<laughs> no, no, you are not. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's on top of the $20.5 million that they've given to Gaza in the last year. Oh. Oh. Well, Gaza is its its own thing. It, Hamas has nothing to do with... Uh, with Gaza, oh, other than uh, running its entire other infrastructure, other than and them being leadership. voted in over, by over ninety percent of the population of Gaza to run Gaza, Gaza, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> and last I checked, uh, the terrorist definition for terrorist on the FBI and other uh, official sources is. Uh, one who engages in such behavior, and one who supports those who engage in such behavior. So technically, 90% of Gaza could be labeled as terrorists. Yeah. And seeing as how they're all celebrating in the streets and all that in Gaza and elsewhere around the world. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so um, a fun, fun little side note here. Mm-hmm. Right, so so Gaza, Hamas is the government of Gaza. Right? Uh-huh. They they launched their attack on Israel from Gaza. Right, uh-huh. <clears throat> Gaza is a uh, a civilian population area. It is a civilian city. Mm-hmm. Um, so war crimes. You you know do you know what's on the list of war crimes? Um. Using civilian structures for military operations? Uh, yes, yes. Using civilian structures for military operations. Uh, intentionally directing attacks against a civilian population. Uh-huh. Uh, intentionally directing attacks against buildings dedicated to religion, education, art, science, or charitable purposes. Is that uh, why they always set up shop on top of a hospital or in a schoolyard so that when it blows up from counter strikes, they yeah. can say that Israel's committing war crimes? Yes. That's oh, exactly why they do that. Uh, unnecessarily destroying civilian property, murder, ill treatment, or deportation to slave labor of the civilian population in occupied territory, uh, denying POWs a fair trial, conscripting POWs. Uh, unlawful deportation and transfer, intentionally killing civilians or POWs, uh, uh, execution without trial, um, looting, uh, violations of human dignity such as rape and forced prostitution. <laughs> they, uh, they haven't been acts, doing any of this stuff Acts at all. of terrorism, hostage taking, corporal punishment, mutilation, and torture are all examples of War crimes, of which I oh and and deception by perfidy, uh, of which I think there's maybe two in the list that they did not do. that they didn't actually do over the weekend. <laughs> so they're not complete war criminals, just mostly war criminals. You broke almost every rule in the book, <laughs> almost every single one of them, and yet somehow. I'm, not, I'm I'm the bad guy. I'm not even mad. I'm livid. <laughs> I'm the bad guy for saying that you should be hunted to the ends of the earth until you are dead. Well, we can't counter this with genocide. I never, yes, yes, we can. I never said genocide. Yeah. I said anyone who endorses this kind of crap needs to go, to go away. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 
We didn't genocide the Germans. We no. eradicated Nazis. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then but, imported what was left into the U.S. And now here we are. But seriously, <laughs> and 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 the most infuriating thing to me about all of this is the number of people supporting it. Oh, it's it's stupid. like like these people literally came into Israel on a Jewish holiday, attacked a civilian holiday event. There, it was a people at a concert. That was celebrating a two-state um, solution. Yeah, exactly. So it was in favor of Palestine. Yes. And, and they, they came in and they kidnapped people. They raped people. They, they raped women and decapitated children in front of their families. Not just children, infants. Infants. In front of their families. Then burned them alive. And, and there are people crying freedom for Palestine. There are people that are out there that are supporting these actions as as wholesome and good. And in my mind, they should be tried for terrorism. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. And to be clear, if whatever conflict we're involved in, it turns out that our troops are doing that stuff, they gone. should be tried for, for war crimes and then and executed. executed. Mm-hmm. Summarily. Because, <laughs> no, that's not what we do. Such as everyone that was involved with the planning and execution of advanced interrogation and things like that with the Afghanistan war. It's a war crime that mm-hmm. shouldn't have been done. It was done in secret. It was done with, with faulty you know, intel and things on it, and the people that were responsible for it should be tried. Yes. Hands down, yes, absolutely. And every one of these people should be tried and executed for this atrocity. So, so uh, in New York, there's a lot of pro-Palestine stuff going on there. There's also um, pro-Israel stuff happening there. But this, this, this one kind of caught my eye. It's not just pro-Palestine groups who are cheering on the violence. The leader of National Justice a white supremacist political group, huh, applauded the terrorists for taking bold and courageous action, according to the Times of Israel. Leader of another anti-Semitic organization, the Goyim Defense League, said Palestinians are killing the synagogue of Satan. God bless these brave men of Palestine. And mostly Democrats are, and progressives are up there saying Palestine, Palestine, was in the right because of all the injustices done against them. So Democrats are now associated with white supremacists, as they should be, because they always have been. (laughs) Israel and Palestine have a long and complex history spanning centuries. Uh, No, because Palestine didn't exist at all until... Uh, well, ever. It never, it never existed. <laughs> it never was Palestine. 
It's just people that said they were Palestine but never actually had their own place. And they're, you know, they're such peaceful, loving, whatever people that the rest of the Middle East doesn't want them. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Just put my eyeball back in. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, remember when we, uh, wow, why did it do that? Nobody knows. Remember when we did the whole uh, deep dive in Black Lives Matter when they were relevant? Oh, yeah. At least they thought they were relevant. They, oh, uh, gosh. BLM Chicago thought it'd be a good idea to post this up. It's, I stand with Palestine. It's a uh, paraglider with a Palestine flag. Tried for terrorism. Yeah. Yeah. And as if that wasn't enough, they released a statement. Um, released a a statement to reinforce their anti-Western, anti-family, anti-American ideals. Um, The statement reads, Black Lives Matter grassroots stands in solidarity with our Palestinian family who are currently resisting 57 years of settler colonialism and apartheid. As black people continue the fight to end militarism and mass incarcerations in our own communities, let us understand the resistance in Palestine as an attempt to tear down the gates of the world's biggest open-air prison. As a radical black organization grounded in abolitionist ideals, no, you are not, we see clear parallels between black and Palestinian people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it went over so well that people who have openly uh, supported Black Lives Matter, coming out and saying, um, no. (laughs) Yeah, because when their ideals are applied to actual seeing the results of their ideals, people don't want to support those ideals. Those ideals. Interesting. On on that note, I'm going to retract the, the thing about everybody that's verbally supporting, uh, being needed to try for terrorism because we do have the First Amendment and they should be allowed to say whatever they want. That's a step too far. That's a slippery slope. Not go there. Got caught up in the moment. It's a little emotional. (laughs) Upon further reflection, no, that's a terrible idea. However, part part of the beauty (laughs) of the First Amendment is it lets you know who you should and should not take seriously on certain matters. Yes. Case in point, when someone says, I'm going to kill you, you can take them seriously that they're probably going to try to kill you. Yes. Unless, of course, the tone of said thing is unjust. Then you can kind of think that they're not going to kill you. <laughs> A little bit. A little, little bit. Very little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. So, yeah. There, there you go. That's uh, Black Lives For, Matter. Forgive them for they know not what they do. They know not how dumb they are. <laughs> Seriously, though, no, it's yeah, and I'm I'm I I am I am a little bit emotional about it because it's like like seriously, I I watched a few of the videos. I do not recommend it watching is not for the faint of heart. Some of the videos, it it will break your heart. It will upset you. It might make you sick because it is it is atrocious. Uh-huh. The fact that that somebody could do these things to another human being 
and then parade them around and then parade it around and be proud of it and be defended in the streets of America is uh-huh it's demoralizing and it's absolutely horrendous yeah and moving forward the US's role should be restricted to getting our people out, out. yes while also letting them know knock it off or else. But we don't have a president that has that kind of spine. So No. Here we are. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not like it'll ever happen in the U.S. It's not like we've had Islamic terrorists crossing our border for years. Oh, what did I say? There's 191 this year and there's 98 oh. last year and... But it's not got like there's a, got a an article lot. here talking about 42 of them there's, from last year. There's not a lot of them. It's so. only 151 <clears throat> that we caught on the southern border. Yeah, and see, we caught them, so there's not even that many here. <clears throat> <clears throat> what? <clears throat> My house has been ransacked. Yes, we caught the thief. You caught the thief? Yeah, we saw him trying to break in. Oh, and, so, and so you stopped. waited until he was done. Oh, no, he didn't go in. We stopped him before he went in. Then what happened to my house? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so far as we know, he was working alone. <laughs> I have security footage, though, showing 10 people going through my house. Yeah, we caught this guy, though. Well, has he given up any of his friends? <laughs> he doesn't speak English. Oh. Well, can you make him? <laughs> si se puede. Si se puede. <laughs> se padre. Se padre. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, it's so disgusting. Yeah. Now. If uh, if you uh, are the possessor of uh, projectile-throwing weaponry, um, might want to make sure it's operational because Israel and all its greatness that it does in defending its people doesn't allow its people to just own firearms so when the security on the wall fails people are defenseless inside that's that's good it's an old Old quote, uh, cities learn the art of building high walls not from their friends, but from their foes. Yes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's all we got for now. And that's, that's to sum up everything that we just talked about, it, it'd be summed up like this. Thanks, Satan. Uh, it's sub-teen, actually. Yeah. I don't know if that's ever been more fitting. Yeah. That fits too well. That's too good of a fit. It's a sinful fit. Um, yeah. Uh, if you are a praying person, pray for the people involved there. Pray, pray for the families that have been affected, and especially the ones that that were taken and that are, are still being held hostage. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because I think they Hamas said they're going to start executing people. Yeah, as strike counter strikes crime. occur. Yeah, yeah, which almost suggests that they're um, terrorists because they don't care about civilized people. Stuff. Yeah, at all. Yeah, they're they're using civilians as a shield. Oh, that doing. was one thing. It's the freaking <sighs> their different Hamas leadership on the, their rants and stuff of the cowards of Israel and all this stuff. So you guys are literally, literally hiding, hiding behind women and children yeah. to take your pot shots at Israel. Not even that. You sucker punch Israel because they did it on a holiday, on a Sabbath holiday. Yeah. Because Saturday is the Sabbath day for... Uh-huh. And it was a very important religious holiday for Israel. And uh, so people have their technology turned off, all that stuff, so they can be closer to God. So people weren't getting updates that stuff is happening unless they were part of security. But even then, they were at home <laughs> and had to rush to wherever the event was as quickly as they could while they were on the... IDF, Israel Defense Force, and police, and whatever other security organizations they have. Hamas decided that's the best time to attack when, when they are at their least aware and in their most vulnerable state, will sucker punch them in the back, hide and behind women and children, and then call for peace. Now you know why I'm okay with leveling Gaza. <laughs> <laughs> Glass it. <laughs> Not a single stone left standing. Uh-huh. If I can't see my face in the reflection of this stone, we didn't do enough. <laughs> if that city doesn't contribute to global warming over the next several years... Almost thou makest me spit my Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's... Um, just like Afghanistan, there's groups, similar groups, some of the same ones, are working to get people out because the U.S. still has no plan to get our people out. There's not even an ambassador to Jerusalem. You, 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 don't, even need, you don't even need that much of a, pro, uh, of a plan. It's a very simple plan. You, you send a group in, they kill the bad guys, they take the hostages, they come home. That's the only plan you need. Aside from every time that that works, what evidence do you have that that would work? <laughs> like every mission ever recorded of the, the Navy SEALs. <laughs> I, this, this is how crazy special forces are. Yeah. The, uh, was it Iraq? I think it was. They needed to get people out uh, of an area and they couldn't get like traditional transport in there. Helicopters were too slow. They get shot down. Um, and the ground forces were too far away to get in. It was like special forces team that went in to get hostages and whatever. Mm -hmm. So they crafted a plan where they take a C-130 and land it in a base, in a uh, soccer field stadium and then take off out of the soccer field stadium. The only reason why they didn't do it is because 
when they were doing a test flight with the C-130 fitted with rockets. (laughs) The pilot hit the rockets uh, to land, reverse rockets, hit them just too early, and it crashed to the ground. So they scrapped the whole project. It's like, ah! That would have been fantastic. C-130, Angel of Death. So, then that's what they that's what their plan was they'd have the c-130c i think that's got all the guns on it and yeah. the howitzer on, on the plane the 80 millimeter howitzer they'd have that flying around providing cover the angel of death is its nickname and then they'd have another c-130 fitted with booster rockets facing backwards and booster rockets facing forward so that they could land in a soccer field, hit the rockets to stop the plane, turn the plane around at the end of the field, and take off with the rockets <laughs> to get everyone out. All while another one is just flying overhead in a circle, beating the ground like a drum. You know you know the best part of that entire plan is knowing how much the rest of the world loves their football. Oh, and it would have and, been just And decimated. the complete decimation <laughs> Of that field after the takeoff. Emotional <laughs> damage. <laughs> it's what we think of your socialist sport. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's a good one to end on. Like, subscribe, share, do all the social things. Pray that good things happen again. Find those some of those similar organizations that are actually doing something to help. Yeah, and and now more than ever, it's important to be the good. Yes. There is a lot of evil in the world. There's a lot of really bad things happening and a lot of of stuff that's just out of our control. There's there's nothing that most of us every day can do to change the world stage. But there are things that every one of us can do every day to change the lives of those around us. Yep. And so, ev- and eventually that spreads. You know, hug hug your wife a little tighter, hug your kids a little tighter, and and take them and go do something good for somebody. You know, whatever whatever that is, if if it's serving in your church. If it's serving in your community, if it's it's just serving in your neighborhood, you know, go go help the guy next door do something. It, just find something good to do in the world because the world needs it. Be the good, share the good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, this is a this is a war of good versus evil. Yep. Always has been. Yep. Always will be. Until the end. <laughs> And even then, that's still a war of good versus evil. Yeah. But the good guy always wins. So, yeah. <gasps> Bye! And, of course, none of that was on the recording. Nope. I was waiting for you to push it. I'm so glad that that will never be allowed in the annals of history. (laughs) I almost said a joke there that 
absolutely was inappropriate. Something <laughs> about anals, I assume? No, history. Oh, history. Okay. <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. We all know what happens when you assume things. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Things. I don't have to give the clap this time because you already had the clap and gave the, it to everyone The clap else. has been distributed. The clap has been distributed. Yes. He has the yes. clap and he has given it and, to you. And I will say, based off of the uh, off-air conversation, um, <laughs> one of the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> insert segue. <laughs> insert segue. <laughs> one of the uh, first batch of commandments that... Uh, uh, Moses had before he smashed them to the ground because the Israelites were being dumb. Uh, one of the commandments on those stones was thou shalt laugh. Um, so. <laughs> How do we know this? Well, it's in the annals of history. Oh, it's in the annals of history. Yeah, okay. see, there's your segue. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and just like the owner of Segway, it probably that joke probably just ran right off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how do you turn it? <laughs> ah. No, no. No, Segway no. owner, no here. Segway owner, no here. What a great name for such an odd little scooter. Well, it's the future of transportation. According to Wally? <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, it's hilarious to me the number of futuristic movies that have been self-fulfilling prophecies, such as Idiocracy. I, yeah, I was <laughs> going to say that. Yeah. That one's my favorite one. My favorite, my favorite movie story of all time is <laughs> that the director had one of his people go and find the dumbest possible <laughs> shoe he <Yes>. could <laughs> for, for the idiots in the Idiocracy to wear. And he found this pair of shoes and came back and was like, I got the perfect thing. It's these shoes. And the director said, but what happens if we put these in the movie as the shoes that idiots wear and then it like just takes off? And the person said, no, no, no. You haven't seen these shoes yet. Nobody in their right mind will ever wear these. Now they're selling... Uh, Crocs. Yeah. Now the brand is Crocs. Now they've released a line of cowboy boots. Oh, gosh. Complete with the spur and everything <laughs> on, the, so on their strap that's on the back. Uh. <laughs> oh. For your more formal you. occasions. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> All right. On that note, are we ready to, uh, to stop living a lie? Stop living a lie. <laughs>